1: One, two, three, four, five. On the floor.
0: Welcome
2: to Five on the Floor, a daily show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick with Alphonse Sidney, Alex Toledo,
3: and Greg Sylvander, part of the Five Reasons Sports Network.
4: All right, welcome to the latest episode of Floor's Yours on the Five Reasons Sports Network and extension. Of five on the floor, make sure you check out all our great sponsors, including prize picks. If you're looking to play Daily Fantasy because your fantasy team sucks, you've given up on it. This is the best way to go. It's the most fun game to play. Greg's pointing at himself. Use the code 5, F-I-V-E. Go to prizepicks.com. You'll be able to double your initial deposit. So make sure you check that out. Prizepicks.com. Again, use the code. Five. All right. Also check out fivereasonsports.com. All the latest from Brady Hawk. He's writing stories about players that the heat may draft in the year 2070. Uh, he's, he's run out of current players. So make sure that you check that out. We have no paywall so you can read all the Brady stuff and everybody else's stuff for free, including David Fernandez and Juan Cardona and Josh Howitz on the dolphins with Tua looking to go three and zero this weekend against charges. And we'll have our Kylie Wang there at the game. So we're covered for everything going on this week. But for today, uh, we know YouTube is down. Um, people are saying, where are you guys? Uh, I don't know if we can put something in the chat here. Matt, I did. Explain. Okay, thank you. Uh, kind of what's going on. But YouTube has been down most of the day, so we pushed back from 8 o'clock to 8.30. We're going to roll with this and then put it up on the YouTube feed later. Uh, we, we moved it back a half hour for Alex, and he's still late. So I've got Greg Sylvander above me. I've got Alphonse Sidney. And I've got uh, the clutch man, clutch NBA five R Adam Bore here. Uh, we're going to start from the very beginning here with Adam uh, because uh, we got two different reports from our guys, uh, two of the people who are here today. Alf, you and I are the ones that broke no news today. We suck.
0: Um, um, that's not new for me. So
4: no, it's new for me though. All right, let's. <laughs> so we, we've got Greg, we've got Adam. Adam, let's go to your report first. What was it?
3: Yeah, so basically what I reported is that James Harden has quietly told close associates that if he, if the Rockets were to blow up the team, he already has a few teams in mind and where he would want to get traded to. I said one of them was the Miami Heat. Another one was the Brooklyn Nets and the Philadelphia 76ers. All right, one follow on
4: this. Since your report, Shams Stramania of – uh, of athletic and stadium is reported that Russell Westbrook has requested a trade. So if the, the second shoot would drop was needing uh, rockets decide to blow it up, moving the other, you know, star of the team, although he ain't a huge star at this point in my view, uh, but moving the other huge star on the team uh, would be, you know, breaking up the team. So that leads us more to this. Now I have heard Philadelphia repeatedly for Harden, because we've been reporting for the last four months, thanks to our friend George Sedano, that Daryl Morey was going to be GM in Philly. So we assume that this may occur. Uh, Alf, let's get to you because I've pulled this. We'll get to Greg's report on the draft a little bit later. But I've pulled this, and I, I, it's funny because I think I'm going to be outnumbered four to one on here. Um, but I'm not outnumbered on our poll. Our poll right now is is almost at 2,500 votes in an hour. Would you make a run at James Harden if he's available uh, and we're at forty-eight percent yes and fifty-two percent no. Uh, Alf, you are a yes, I believe. Uh, yeah. When and how the hell did this
0: happen? Um, because I slander players that aren't on my team, but when they're really good, I I could care less. I mean, like I'm not going to let any personal feelings about the aesthetics of James Harden, James Harden's game stop me from wanting him on my team. Like people are like, oh, I don't. I wouldn't trade a hero for James Harden. You're all smoking rocks, like. James Harden is a top five player in the game, like at least offensively. Like He's one of the best scorers in the game, one of the best scorers in league history. And if you believe in heat culture the way you guys say you believe in heat culture, they'll teach him how to play defense. In fact, he hasn't. He actually has been a pretty good defender the last couple of years. So that whole thing is tired. Him dribbling the air out of the ball is because they told him to do that. Like that was the game plan in San Antonio, not San Antonio, I'm sorry, in Houston he played as a team. uh, He played on a real team with Oklahoma city thunder. Like he played with superstars. Like he knows how to play in that fashion. And he was a, he was a good productive player. Like, so, I, like, this whole idea of, like, not wanting James Harden on your team because some people say that Harden's better than Dwayne Wade and you're in your feelings and getting in Twitter beefs over it. Like, get out of here with that. Like, James Harden, if if you can get James Harden, you take James Harden. Like, let's let's be adults about the situation. Sorry, uh, Ethan.
4: No, it's quite all right. Alex, your turn.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty
2: much right there with you, Alf. Like, I really do think Harden is that type of talent that you just – you got to you got to really consider it once he becomes available, especially, if you, you know, you're hearing this buzz about him really being interested in coming to Miami. We've heard the buzz about him kind of, you know, having relationships with some of the players here. We know, you know, we got other reasons to, to believe he would like Miami as well. But uh, <laughs> but the hardest thing to me, it's just like it's unquestionable. Like, I think the really fair question is kind of what Leif has pointed out, especially on Twitter, is, you know, if it gets you out of the Giannis thing. And I guess, like, that's a really great problem to have. I tweeted earlier, I like that the, you know, the evolution of the the giannis hardened dynamic is them fighting over who gets to come to the heat. Uh, and that's kind of how I feel about it. It's like, I get, I, I understand that point of thinking, but it's also like, if that becomes available to you, I, it's going to be hard to imagine them not really uh, looking into that. And even though I do believe that if they were to, actually get into that you know that talk with Harden it would be like you know they they were going to need him to buy in I mean buy in and I feel like a trade wouldn't
4: happen without that happening first Greg um you have a pulse of kind of their direction and and obviously Harden's a whale there's no, I mean whether or not you know I he plays like a beached whale to me at times he's still a whale um and so it would seem to me that If you're going to blow up the honest thing, it is for a whale. We talked about Lillard in that context, a player I prefer to James Harden by a lot. Uh, But if you're talking about James Harden, is this something that they would just say, "Okay, the honest thing is dead. We're going to let it go. Or maybe they have a feeling that the honest thing is not going to happen, although that's contrary to all evidence that we've gotten over the past week.
1: Yeah, that that's the tricky part of this. I mean, if they know that Giannis is going to stay and take that Supermax deal or he's going to go elsewhere, Toronto, Golden State, then obviously I think Harden's totally in play. I I don't think it's unrealistic at all. He is like the Shaq trade, like that's that kind of move where you go and get a guy that's kind of um, you know, disgruntled to a degree and you revive him and uh, Harden is a lot better than Shaq was at the time. There's a couple of wrinkles to this that I think we should consider. One is that um Obviously, the Giannis thing I already mentioned and that you kind of need to have some some clarity there. Two is um, we talked a lot about Jimmy looking at – and Stefano Fasaro was actually instrumental in in us kind of reporting on this along the way last year uh, regarding Jimmy and his ties looking at Houston. And if there was anything that was going to happen with Houston, that means that he and Harden were having conversations then. So I think that there's something to be connected there. And the last thing is this – if Bam Adebayo were to walk into Pat Riley's office and say, "I want my extension this summer," and that's just how that goes, there's too much uncertainty. I want my financial security now. Then I think, like, if you have to give up, if you have to give up that flexibility because you got to max out Bam now, then the trade market is really your avenue, and then the hardened move, you know,
4: becomes even more plausible. All right, Adam, I'm going to let you expand on this a little bit before I weigh in. All right, so the things that Greg is talking about there, the relation, there is a relationship between Jimmy. And Harden um, that that is real. Um, I don't know that it's closer than some of the others we've talked about, but there's a real relationship there, more so honestly than the relationship between Jimmy and Giannis for for the record. OK, the, the Giannis thing is more on Bam side. And that's why I've said we've talked about this, Greg, a lot that like the list that Bam has and the list that Jimmy has may not be the same lists They're, they're different types of lists. Uh, But Adam, is there something you can expand upon here about the relationship? Like what would be attractive about Miami for before we get into my problems with this? uh, What would be attractive about Miami for Harden?
3: Well, I think aside from the fact that it's a much cleaner fit than people realize than the Giannis fit, you see, like the thing is, I see them both as the same Giannis and Harden in terms of making the Heat a championship contender. So if you have Harden and you add him to this roster, you're a contender for the next three, four years, however long Harden's prime lasts. So you want to take that option rather than the possibility of adding Giannis because you don't know if that's a guaranteed. So if you could trade for Harden now, you do it, you accept it, and you win rings with it. But the thing is, Jimmy sees Harden as – I'm pretty sure he sees him as – Top one or top two players in the NBA. That's how we see he's Harden. I don't think he feels the same way about Giannis. Right. I don't think he feels the same way about Giannis. And what would be appealing for him to be in Miami is well, I'll say this: it's more appealing than the other options, right? The other options are Philly, uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, there's only one basketball, and you have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Philly. The Rockets aren't going to want to trade him to Daryl Morey, you know? So they're going to ask for a lot more than they would for from other teams. So from the East, it really leaves, realistically, Miami. Right.
4: Now, is there any word that he wants to get to the East? Some players prefer to be in one conference or
3: another. I've never heard him express that. Or he's never had the opportunity. It, it's more about he wants to be on a contender in a big market.
4: Okay. Okay. Well, he was on a contender in a big market, but it doesn't look like they're going to be a contender. Uh, How does the Westbrook piece fit into this?
3: So it's really interesting because Shams then came out with a report saying that James Harden is committed to the Houston Rockets and their approach this season. I see this a lot like last year when the Thunder traded Paul George and Russell Westbrook didn't say he wanted to get traded. He let the Thunder do their job, and they traded him to the place he wanted to go to. I see this as James Harden is trying to keep his reputation, like, A1. You know, he doesn't want to ruin his reputation because his best friend wants to leave. Mm -hmm. You know, the fact that the Rockets traded however many first-round picks to get Russell Westbrook, for Russell Westbrook to say a year later he doesn't want to play with his childhood best friend, like, Come on, let's think about this for a little bit. So, I think this report from Shams saying that Russell Westbrook wants out leads me to believe that there's more to it than James Harden is saying. Okay, if they do, you know, decide to break off the or blow it up, you know, he might want to leave because I think he does. Okay, At this right. point, I think he does.
4: All right, so let, let me get to my thing so you guys can shoot me down here, right? Because uh, I, I seem to be alone among all of you, although not among,
3: the
0: fan,
4: although not among the fan base. Uh, I, 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 I am generally a believer that if you get the best player in a trade, you win, okay? That's typically how this works out. Like whenever, and, and that has been the Heat's approach. You trade two or three, you know, if necessary, good players, very good players. If you get the best player in the deal, you win. There's very few trades in history that don't indicate that. This goes all the way back to the Barkley trade, the Phoenix, lots of different trades. There's very, very few trades where the team that gets the multiple good players uh, wins the trade. So I understand that. Okay, so I'm going counter to my general philosophy and to the Heat's philosophy. I just can't watch that MF for play. I just can't. I just sorry. I just it's very simple. I mean, point at me, but I don't I don't want to see it. And I think you guys are wrong about how they'll get him to conform. I don't see it. Um, He was playing for Mike D'Antoni. Mike D'Antoni was seven seconds or less in Phoenix. Okay, he did not. You did not. Thank you, Royal. You didn't. I appreciate you joining us tonight, Groupon Alf. Okay, you, you know what? Right, right, right now you're luxury Alf. I don't think you elf. can say that,
2: Ethan. I think you're, only Alf could say that.
4: No, no, you're 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 luxury Alf. Right now you're like you're like platinum Alf. Okay, Alf. is A- Alf is Groupon Royal. That's where we are right now. I'll I, take I, it. I I I I just I don't think. <laughs> You're gonna get a guy who's been running ISOs for the past six years. This is like the Carmelo conversation. It feels to me like it's, it. And and yes, will they try to break down? I'm not even worried about the defense. Okay, he he has lapses on defense when he actually concentrates. He's not bad, but like I mean, he has a lot of lapses. But when he concentrates, he's not bad. But I just I, I don't. I think you're taking a team where everybody was. It was an egalitarian system. The ball moved. They liked playing with each other. And now you're bringing in the guy who is total, total counter to all of that. And you mentioned it too. It's funny. You said he'd like Miami. You know, he'd like Miami Gardens. Okay? The, the reality is he's going to be at one place all the time until 6 in the morning. We know what place that is. I And I just – No, we didn't I, know that. There's plenty
3: of options. He's uh, already been there a lot this summer.
4: No, I know that. He's probably keeping the place in business. Was he there before it even opened? For real?
3: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I mean, they just kept the place open for him. Yeah, I, drove, I, look, I drove him over and, there. And look, I don't, I'm sure you drove him over there. I don't have look, I don't have an issue with him going there, but I'm just saying that to me, he's counter to all of it. And I know, and, and now I know the next thing I'm going to get is is the Jimmy Butler thing. But to me, it's very different than Jimmy. Okay, Jimmy's whole thing is about winning. It's all about winning. Whatever issues he has is with his teammates not working hard enough. Harden is like the opposite. So
0: Wait, have cool. we ever heard that Harden doesn't work hard? Like, look at him. No, that's he, not true. Wasn't, sure. wasn't not there
3: sure. a report that came out saying that he was usually the one that would stay in the gym till four in the morning? And they were, yeah, would Ethan. Like honestly, I think him.
0: you're, I think you're extrapolating things like way too like hardcore. Like you're, uh, you're, you're, you almost sound like the emotional fan. Like you never sound like this guy when I know. it comes to I Harden. Almost, I don't yeah, like to. you're. you're, hard hard you're and Kyrie. So. Harden never, and Kyrie.
4: No, 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 no. Kyrie's different. Kyrie is different for me. I've never had a bad interaction with James Harden, okay? So this is not a bad. Kyrie is different, okay? I had to deal with Kyrie for a year, all right? So that I come from – put Kyrie and Harden on the same team and see how that shit works, okay? Oh, um, man, just, they're okay. trying. They're trying. Uh, they, they're, they're trying. But Kyrie is a different situation for me. I, I don't have an issue with Harden personally in any way. I just – I just don't like watching him play basketball, and I think you guys are going back to where he was with OKC
0: in 2012. No, I'm going back to last year. He's amazing. Like, like what are we doing? What are we? We are overanalyzing. You don't don't think he's amazing during the Dwayne Wade debates? Of course I don't because he's not Dwayne Wade, all right? Let's calm down. You know, let him do it three times on the way to uh, rings, and now we'll start talking about it. He's a 30% three-point shooter in the postseason. On extraordinarily okay. high volume. Okay, and
4: Everything
3: we thirty four points a game.
0: But and how and how many times have we talked about that teams get to load up against him in the playoffs because he is their entire system? That is not happening in Miami. He does not become. He played with Chris system. Paul. He played.
4: He played with Durant oh, in Westbrook. He played
0: with Paul and he hey, played Durant with Westbrook. Westbrook. They didn't load up against him and he played fine. And he was the sixth.
4: He played fine in
0: the 2012 Finals. Oh, he also yeah. he also was a kid playing against LeBron, Dwayne, and Chris Bosch.
1: Like listen, come on, Hold on. Let me level set expectations here. Just just think about this though. James Harden to acquire him, you're going to have to empty the treasure chest. And you don't have to do that with Giannis, or maybe some of these other guys that become available. I mean, uh, Trilly's been on the timeline talking about how in 21 there could be guys in 22 and 23 that become available, and how there's it's not the it's not the end all be all for 2021. So I think that there's just so many options that I just don't know that they're going to send Hero and Robinson. I mean, do you Matt, What is the package going to look like to acquire James Harden? It's everybody. I it's think everyone. that really.
2: I think that's actually the question duty. here, not, the, whether, the not whether Harden team. is worth it.
1: The thing is,
3: though, Craig, you're saying, OK, there might be a guy in 2022 that comes available. But guess whose contract is over in 2022, 23? Jimmy Butler. So we're in the same position as we were two years prior. You know, we'll always have cap space if we need it. So I just don't think that the fact that like you can't punt on the possibility of getting a guy like James Harden because of that reasoning. But
4: the no, other thing, uh, the other thing we're not looking at, guys, is you were talking about Giannis and Harden and making a choice. First thing, Greg's right. You wait a year on Giannis, you don't have to give up anything, all right? If you think you can get him, and I still think they're positioned to do it. Uh, the second thing is you're talking about a four-year age difference, and not not just that. Isn't it? It's more than four now. How old is Harden now? Thirty-one.
3: I don't know. He's younger Probably than me. <laughs>
4: isn't he five years older than Giannis? He's, he's 30, thirty or thirty-one. Okay, I think he's five years older than Giannis. All right. So that's the other part of this, because you're talking about a guy with, I mean, how many minutes has that guy played? How much wear has been on his body? You think that body's going to break down well? Like people were worried about Jimmy and the wear and tear? Are you sure just, you want
1: Harden as a primary scorer? In yes. Two three years? Yes. <laughs> I. Now, I have no objections to his game. I just don't like the idea of all of these cost-controlled young players that we have that are perfect surrounding yeah. pieces uh, that we just completely just let all them go when you can just be patient and so, someone's going to become available and you get you to get you.
0: Em. But you you can be patient and not get anyone. Exactly. That's why it's like such a. Yeah, or, but it's not going
1: to happen. So uh, uh, when the hell has that happened before? Like I mean, yeah, I mean never Never when they've had and space,
0: it, they picked. I mean, they no, pick I had Duncan had Robinson. when they had space, I mean, we went through like five years of they, them they, having,
4: but they almost got Durant and Gordon Hayward who would say what you said about Hayward, but they were the prizes. There that's, that's a lot, lot of almost with no, with no money.
0: That's a lot of almost with Jimmy Butler getting older every year. I, I just, have,
4: but Bam Bam's growing into his prime, and you'll have other guys I, growing into their prime. Ethan, I, can, I, I
2: pose I, it, can I pose a question like this? If you were to put together if you were to kind of list all the ways to make Harden work as a championship, you know, type of player in this league, does Miami, in the situation that we, like, that the he'd have, like, does that not check all the boxes? And I do understand what you guys are talking about when it comes to, you know, uh, you know whether it's attacking now or attacking in 2021. And, and at the end of the day, though, it's like, do you want to play that game where it's like, you put all your you put all your marbles on Giannis, and that's not, the whole situation. Though.
4: But you're not though. If I know that there's other guys involved, honest, but, it but we're Kawhi, talking about maybe may be Beal. will be look. I look. I'm maybe in the minority here. If you're going to empty the treasure chest, I empty it for Bradley Beal, not James Harden. He's younger. And to me, I, I he's mean, more coachable at this mm, point. You don't?
1: That's an interesting question. I mean, emptying the treasure chest. I, I feel like Harden raises the ceiling a little bit higher than Bradley Beal. I mean, just by virtue of the 60 point, I mean, like Harden's the guy that, if anyone's going to score 81, isn't it James Harden? You know what I mean? I mean,
4: I I don't, I don't mean to be flipping about this. He's a great scorer. Is he, is he? Is Ethan. he the piece that you're going to guarantee winning with? And to me, 100%. it's not enough to give up everything else Ethan and have Ethan. to watch ask, that crap.
3: Go ahead. Ask Laker fans if they would rather have those young pieces this year and Anthony Davis. I would I, I would. Empty, 10, I, 10, I, would, I would.
4: I would give all of this up for Anthony Davis. I'm not giving it up for James Harden. I'm sorry. Crazy, Harden's maybe. a better
3: fit than
0: Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is a better player than James Harden.
3: They they picked up <laughs> if, Duncan Robinson I mean, and Kendrick Nunn
0: off the streets. That's they what I'm saying. It. They're going to f- you're like, no, we can't get rid of all these young assets. These are guys they picked up off the trash heap. They can find it again. Um, you know, I'd love that they can keep either Duncan or Hero. And honestly, let me couch all this by saying I don't believe James Harden is coming here. I just think it's a fun topic to talk about. Um I have, and Adam Adam, I know what your report is. I just don't <laughs> see it happening. I, I just think other people can put better trade packages together with, than uh the Heat can. But at the end of the day, like all like the, a lot of the guys that the only lottery pick that you're worried about giving up is Hero, right? And he's not yeah, Hero. He's the only guy in any of these trade scenarios that is somewhere to be lottery pick. Exactly. Obviously, send send, you know. The the floors and the vice jerseys send everything. <laughs> I don't care what you send. Just keep Jimmy Bam and Spo and Add Harden. and honestly, me and me and Adam can go out there and I, I can play a little power forward. Alf, what are, you gonna, what are
4: you, you going to think for his first uh, nine of twenty nine game in the playoffs? Because they're going to happen. He's not taking 29 shots. Oh, yeah, there's no way he's taking 29 you shots guys on this think, team. You guys think a guy who's 31 years old has been playing a certain way for six years under a coach who was a pace and space guy who Spo has held up as his model that all of a sudden he's going to come down here to play for the guy that Follow Dan Tony, and all of a sudden he's going to get rid of all those ISO habits. And you're just so you, going to wait, wait. It,
0: First of all, so you think Harden has a heat on his list, thinking he's going to come down here and shoot 29 shots a game? I, Brooklyn. I don't, I mean, Brooklyn. Would he shoot 29 shots in Brooklyn? He has two,
3: both of those teams on his list. And those I those like, I, I, maybe I, I, this I want, last
1: playoffs humbled him.
3: I don't so, think anybody humbles that guy, but I will he's see. never had a Jimmy Butler on his team, though. He's never had a he Jimmy Butler. My- had a Chris Paul. But Chris Paul is the
4: closest facsimile to Jimmy Butler yeah, but in the league from a personality
3: standpoint. On those nine for 29 nights are also going to be the same nights where Jimmy has a 40-point triple-double. There we go. Uh, Listen,
4: man, Harden will come here and still be the best player man. on the team. Man, what has happened to all you? Okay, all right. That's important. <laughs> That's important to him. <laughs> I'm I- He'll come here and be the best player on the team? No, he won't. In a year, Bam's going to be the best player on the team, whether Harden's here or not. Well, that's they're, great.
2: Even better. on that out there. I mean, okay. the guy's a top five player right now, or you know, he's right around there. I
0: think we I, might be overthinking a little bit. I, I think. I, remember I what we were with Tyler Hero as, a year I, ago. I,
4: I don't. I'm not. I, this isn't about Tyler Hero. I don't view James Harden as a top five player.
0: Right Somebody said you can't give up Karan Butler for Shaquille O'Neal. It wasn't I'm, gar- I'm guaranteeing that He's a he's a selfish guy. He doesn't work hard. He's just gonna come to Miami and party. I'm gonna there, there was there there wasn't YouTube back then, but there was like a Hamer Hank radio show where some
1: national called out to up Kochi and Dutch. Shout uh, out to Coachy and Dutch. It's, it's probably Hike. Yeah, probably
0: Hank. somebody called up from a mobile. And, uh, you know, Frankie on a mobile called up and said, I don't want Shaq here. Who
4: was that he, guy? Who is that guy? In Pop Beach. Oh,
0: oh, it was Dre.
4: It was Dre from Pop Beach. He used to call me all the time. He the Knicks the Ni- fan? He was the Knicks fan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Knicks
0: fan. He's, uh, he's actually very big on YouTube. He covers rap battles.
4: Does he really? I don't know okay. if you guys knew that. We've learned something tonight. That's great. All right. Uh, let's get to this. <laughs> let, let, we've done enough hearted. Uh By the well, way. Well, one, uh, what, one last thing, yes, Ethan. Yes.
3: Before we get off this topic. I'm I tweeted. It. I tweeted that if the Rockets (laughs) chose to blow it up, he has three teams in mind. I yes. did not say James Harden has requested a trade, and I here it. are his three teams. I, I just want it. to clarify that for all the people that Adam, are DMing
0: Adam, here. Adam, it doesn't matter if you try to clarify now. People don't understand don't the care. difference between rumors, sources, they you reporting care. something as fact. going They don't care. Once, like, it, you what, say
4: once it hits NBA Legion, you're done, Adam. It's done. It's over. It's its it in. They like it, NBA
0: Facebook. It's in that space. <laughs> it's if it doesn't <laughs> happen, they're going to come for your neck. I mean, you just know that.
3: Jam said that James James Harden is committed, and I got five different people DMing me saying, "Oh, look at look at this." You're, well, that's the other you. thing.
4: I, I got that with the Jimmy Butler stuff a year ago because Shams and and Woes were reporting stuff that was just inaccurate the entire time, and kept saying that the Heat were not on Jimmy's list, and then of course they totally flipped and never acknowledged that they were wrong all along. But anyway, uh, this episode is brought to you by Biscayne Bay Brewing, the official beer of the official beer of not only Inter Miami and the Marlins, both going to the playoffs, but also five Reason sports go to biscaynebaybrewing.com to find where it is in your area whether it's your Publix but make sure if you go to restaurants ask for it because a lot of South Florida restaurants are stocking it but it's not on the menus yet so make sure you check it out uh, that's the Marlins Lager it's the Pale Ale or the Tropical Bay IPA any of the three of them check it out on biscaynebaybrewing.com all right let's get to your report Greg go ahead
1: um, so we've heard so each NBA team gets to work out up to 10 prospects. We've heard that uh, three have definitively auditioned for Miami, one of which being Vernon Carey Jr. from uh, the freshman out of Duke, big man. Um, I uh, have been poking around. We just actually did an episode that's going to drop soon um, uh, with Alex and and Brady regarding all the bigs in the draft, and we talked about Vernon Carey a bit. So I was poking around and, and, and ended up catching um, – A pretty strong indication that Miami is extremely interested in taking Vernon Carey if he is there at 20 and they stay at 20. There was a big if in capital letters uh, sent to me when that information was given. So I think that they're definitely looking to potentially move the pick. But I know that a lot of people have called out smokescreen on this one. I think that they are legitimately interested in Vernon Carey for a number of reasons. One, he's gotten in shape in the last six months. I think that there's been reports he's lost 30 pounds or so. And the other thing I heard from somebody who was actually, um, in the building during the workout with Miami was that he, uh, shot lights out and they really were impressed with his shooting ability. And, um, and so that is kind of, t- uh, tip the scales a little bit in his direction. And remember, uh, it was Bam's shooting that actually
4: attracted, uh, in that workout that they kept talking about and Hero's shooting also. So that, that does mean something, by the way, I'm, I'm familiar with Greg's information on this and, uh, and, and. It's legit. Um, I, I did some of my own checking this afternoon as well. So uh, what, what you've heard is correct. He's definitely on their radar. And let me ask you guys something. I'll go to you on this, Alex. If we've always Pat said he's going to take the make the pick, but may not keep the pick. Oh yeah. Um, and obviously, if there's somebody like Harden involved, or somebody else like that, then that pick's probably going to be flipped, right? Because if you're going, if you're sent, you've got a rebuilding team, you may be making the pick for somebody else. So we got to we got to consider that whoever they pick next Wednesday. He may not be staying in Miami. If they take Vernon Carey Jr., this is a name that Heat fans are actually familiar with because they're familiar with his father. They're Not with all of us. His pet. Well, you're not familiar with anything. You thought it was Brian McKinney's son, but but most most Heat fans, other than the Heat Twitter president, we have a Heat Twitter president who just gets things. He doesn't even follow his daily briefings. He's just like the ra- real president or the <laughs> no. president or the outgoing president. He just doesn't. Does doesn't just, read
0: any of the briefs. It doesn't. Oh read my it. God, Leif sent a list of like 50 <laughs> different prospects. If <laughs> any of you guys thought for a second. It. I, I was, was reading I that. Was you say, were high. You're all I knew, I knew you weren't.
3: <laughs> you sent the entire draft. What's that? He, dra- he sent the entire, the entire draft. I mean...
0: Oh, my God. He did research. It was amazing. Like, I'm proud of Leif for doing that, but I'm also not reading it.
4: I, I read it, but you didn't read it. But that's fine. We expected that. I mean, why would you read anything? I mean, it's just, again, just, just like... Just make fun there. of
1: me for it. It's, it's all good. That's what I'm exam- here for. It's
4: an example that's been set in the country. Because
0: you right. know what it is? Like, people are going to get their their feelings hurt over a Seku Dumbaye, or whatever his name is, on draft night. <laughs> again... And start talking about Tyler Hero's short arms, or get mad about Bam. Why the hell would you draft Bam? Like we're gonna, they're gonna do it again. So like to me, I just say let the Heat do their job. Whenever whoever they pick, I'll just say, oh no. And then and <laughs> after one uh, Vegas Summer League game, we're all gonna go nuts. Like this was a great pick. It's just yeah. was stupid. Except it's like a is, cycle over yeah, and over again. Except, we're like there was, in a wheel. except
4: there is no Vegas Summer League or summer this year. Alex, no, uh, going to be don't, tough. Don't forget that. Alex, let's just ask if they take Vernon Carey Jr. Though most of the fans, because they know the name, are going to be okay with it. Is he a, is he a fit for this team? Uh, I mean, and will it be disappointing if he's taken to be shipped? Uh, I mean, I don't know about
2: that. I mean, if you just t- if you take him, I kind of see the vision with him. I think he's a fit. Uh, once there is kind of a spot. <laughs> 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 Alf wants Precious Achua. Is that he pronounced his name, by the way?
4: I, that's how we had Alf pronouncing it the other day on the pod, yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, by the way, this is a great name draft. Like, there is a, so oh, yeah, many gosh, good man. names in this draft. We could that's have a whole the, podcast on the no, crazy we, names. We, No,
4: we did. We asked Alf if they were real players or not.
0: He oh, that he was just a Bigs, but you—you you, like he said. No, no, but he said he, would, he, he,
4: names? he said he would never take someone named Precious, though.
0: So I ch- I changed my mind. How much fun would that be? How about Jay Scrub with two Bs? No, I can't. I can't rock with that.
1: <laughs> he watched him work out.
0: I'm gonna call him Random Scrub Heat Killer all the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that is fresh. Every <laughs> time
0: he has a bad game, look at that Random Scrub Heat Killer. Sorry, I was going ahead with your analysis right, of ahead. these oh, people yeah, that we haven't really watched rough. play. A second of college basketball.
2: Listen, man, off the few YouTube videos I've seen of <laughs> Bernie Carey.
4: <laughs> well, YouTube is down, so you're screwed.
2: Oh,
0: yeah, I'm, I'm glad I got all the work done beforehand.
2: I'll be screwed right now. I would have came on here just not knowing anything. No, I mean, look, man, you see, you can see the vision with him, right? Like, the guy knows how to play in the paint. right? He can really dominate the paint, even though he lost 30 pounds. They were worried about his lateral quickness. Again, he lost 30 pounds, so that part should help out. And, I mean, he shot well from the three and you know, when he played for Duke and we know these college offenses are not, are pretty clogged ones too. So I feel pretty good about that. The guy has a slow set release. So, you know, he's one to take open threes. He's not going to be some dynamic shooter, but at the end of the day, that's all they really going to need him to do. As long as he can kind of have an inside outside game. And I think really the question with him is how good can he be on defense? Can he guard fours and fives? I think people had, you know, questions about his rim protection, but I don't know how much he will be playing next year. Anyways, it kind of depends what happens in free agency. But how surprised would you be if there actually is a spot in the rotation up for a frontline player like Vernon Carey? Because I'll be kind of surprised. It seems like they're gonna nab a veteran t- to add to w- uh, what they have right now, even if Myers walks.
4: Yeah, I mean, Adam, what's the likelihood of them actually keeping this pick?
3: I don't think very high. Oh. I I honestly think it's it's not their pick anymore. Oh, I well no no not like that. Well no, relax. A what little do bit. you mean not like
4: that? But what maybe, that but maybe.
3: It, I am. yeah. They I may emojis. have, you know, there may have already been a deal, but I mean, <laughs> you never know.
4: What do you mean? There may have been. I just don't think.
3: I just don't think it's re- realistic for them to keep the pick as contenders, and you're not expecting them to flip it into something more impactful right away. Mm-hmm. That's all. I
4: mean, I mean, that's my prediction too. I don't think he's keeping it. I, I really don't. That's why. That's why. That's why I didn't do the quite the deep dive that like Yeah, I was going
2: to say is that why you and there do you guys both knew that no, they Al's, were going to play great No, Al,
4: Al's just lazy. But I mean with me it's uh, it, <laughs> it, it, it was actually a tactical decision that it wasn't worth oh. the time because they're probably going to move him. Um Let's uh, let's go. Ethan, uh, you admitted
0: that you would. That the reason you d- don't know any of these players is because there was no March Madness.
4: I I usually pick it up during the
0: conference. Okay, so let's, let's stop. It's not just I was lazy. <laughs> they were they weren't readily available <laughs> on primetime TV for you to watch. That's right. why. I pretty. Have wh- you guys wh- ever heard of YouTube before? It's this crazy new thing. Okay, honestly, I there could, you could make a YouTube <sighs> highlight reel of me.
2: I'm not playing talking basketball. about highlight
0: reels, man. <laughs> they, you they
2: know, have these my crazy breakdowns now,
1: like whole games, that, you like, my whole games you on know, YouTube, man. man. Yeah, Alf, go go watch some whole Duke games. Go, right now.
0: (laughs) Believe me, yeah. Wait for that one. You watch YouTube because you don't want to watch full games. That's where you have it wrong. I'm saying you could make a highlight reel of me on YouTube that makes me look like a first-round draft pick. No, we could not. No, you (laughs) probably can't. But (laughs) what's the scouting report on you, From
4: from the bed to the couch. The scouting
0: report on me is uh, can't make layups, can't shoot, can't dribble, can't pass. What's the upside? (laughs) Uh, can rebound <laughs> adequately for a six foot uh, fat guy.
3: Crown coach whoa, with potential.
0: Okay, m- no games before four p.m. because I'll be hungover. That's right.
4: That's right. You fit. You did fit perfectly with the Knicks.
0: Also, no games after six p.m. because I'll be drinking. <laughs> Are <those> Harden's rules. <laughs> yeah, the rules.
4: This is Damn. why you want Harden. He reminds you of yourself. I, oh and, my god! It's like looking in Frank the mirror. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, add a, uh, let's go through a couple of the other NBA rumors here before we close this thing up. Anybody who's looking for the Harden conversation, we did that the first 20 minutes, so just scroll back on the channel here. Um, let's go to uh, uh, the holiday situation and the Chris Paul situations. H- how do those two play out? Because there was some news with Drew today.
3: With Drew, uh, I don't really buy into the Hawks rumor as much. I think that's more of them gauging what his value is. Uh, I think it was more back and forth of the Hawks or, or rather the Pelicans leaking stuff just to see if they can get the value up. Uh, but I think the Bucs are just to name random teams. The Bucks and the Nets are my top two teams for Drew.
4: What about Philly for him? Going back.
3: No. Uh, for Drew? Yeah. Uh, I just don't think they have the pieces unless you – make it a really complicated trade
4: isn't it going to be a complicated trade with him though i feel like that's going to be a three-way deal i i I don't i don't see a direct matchup even with the heat i I don't see it if if the heat aren't giving up hero there's not going to be a one-for-one there
3: no no you're right it's going to be i think almost every trade this uh offseason is going to be a three-team trade uh just because of how complicated the cap situation is but for True. Philly in particular, it's because they don't have the contracts that would make it work. Because you're not trading Simmons for Drew, you know, you're not trading Embiid. So what can you do? No. It's it's Josh Richardson, Al Horford somewhere else. Then you're taking back contracts. It's really complicated.
1: Matisse Thybul, I guess, is probably one of the guys that they would dangle. Thibel, like, you know, be the guy. You, you know, but like he's not making money. Uh, You're right. Their contract is really low. Uh, The team that interests me most with Drew, and this is really the team that I think uh, every one of these guys we hear, we should throw their name in the mix is Milwaukee. I feel like they're just Mm. desperate to figure out something to entice Giannis to stay and sign that Supermax before the season starts and uh, a huge acquisition drew holiday maybe doesn't fit that bill uh i mean do you think that they would have the the guts to go get russ or something like that like i feel oh. like like Oof. although what that's an a awful, awful fit, fit yeah, yeah it's awful 100 but i feel like who's gonna gift milwaukee the perfect player that makes Giannis stay there i just don't see that happening so i feel like they're going to make a panic kind of move and it'll just i feel like that's why ultimately milwaukee is going to dictate some of this from a trade perspective
4: i'm with you on that but a uh, man russ I, I mean to me the only option for russ is new york like just let russ go to new york shoots 38 from the field score 30 points a game philly oh my god oh, Russ <laughs> <laughs> jesus I don't. Yeah, I don't know. About <laughs> That'd be that. amazing. I, 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 will, I will. I will say this. I'm. I'm going to acknowledge we'll into the point guard man. I'm I don't gonna acknowledge because we, so we give Alf a hard time. But before we close this episode, we got more episodes coming up, as we mentioned. You guys already recorded one last night. Uh, thank you, guys. By the way, much appreciated. Uh, but, <laughs> but uh, Alf, I, I do want to acknowledge one thing. You had right last year. I remember being out in Vegas for summer league, and we did the whole Westbrook episodes, and you were adamant against bringing in Russell Westbrook. And the majority of Heat fans, and actually I was kind of pushing it at the time, uh, were in favor of it. And I, I now use this as an example of be careful what you wish for. Sometimes guys are not the right fit for your program, and you're better off hanging tight, letting your players develop either for you or into better assets. So I, 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 I'm a little confused why you were so anti-Russ last year, which was the correct sentiment, but you're pounding the table for James Harden right now, but...
0: Because okay. I mean, we all knew Russ couldn't defend. James Harden has proven that he can defend. Um mm, Russ. I mean, is, I mean, he's been a good defender the last two years. Like it's, it's he's a
4: good post defender, yes. He he and, has um, he has lapses defensively. A lot of
0: he'll them. be fine. He'll be fine on this okay. culture. Um, but <laughs> a Russell Westbrook is such an inefficient chucker. I mean Harden has his bad games he has a nine for twenty nine, but his true his true shooting percentage his effective field goal percentage he's he's an efficient player I mean when you break when you break it down like how he scores so I think that can always translate the way Russell Westbrook plays I don't think translates anywhere it'll never translate to winning like I just don't I don't ever see it happening so if I was right last year listen to me again Adam, I'll let
4: you close. You got any other nuggets here and and not Jamal Murray? I
3: would I would think uh, – I think Greg would agree with me on this one. Uh, I would say the Bucks, if they're going to improve this team, they will get one of these three, Drew, CP3, or Depot. So uh, if they're going to yeah. improve the team, they're absolutely going to get one of those three. And I actually think that the Suns deal with Chris Paul – while it sounds like it might be set in stone, I still think there, that could be a leverage play to get the Bucks to up their offer.
4: Uh, I think you're right about that. Uh, Philly is used often. In, I mean, excuse me, Phoenix is used often in that way. <laughs> yes, they and, are. And, and, and it, I mean, all the time. And it, it strikes me that if Chris Paul wants to finish with a contender, even if he looks at Phoenix as an up-and-coming team, why would he want to leave OKC, which also has good young pieces, to go to a good young pieces team in Phoenix with a bad owner, right. Which has never converted anything out there for years, unproven in terms of coaches. I, I to me, it doesn't make a ton of sense. I, I mean, I, I don't, I mean, I, I, that, that one, I don't really get. I mean, to me, Chris Paul is going to want to play in Milwaukee and, and of the guys you mentioned, I mean, any of them drew, any of them are good fits. Um, I think it's gonna it may end I think I would lean towards Chris Paul, but I also think the depot thing is real. I think that could definitely happen. I think I think that's the kind of move you take a flyer on it for a year, you don't have to give up everything, and then you know, you see if you can get Giannis to stay that way. Uh Greg, you have anything else before we close?
1: How about Russ for Depot? No, uh, I <laughs> I um the only other thing I guess um that's worth mentioning is that I think that they were we're getting some pretty big indications that Paul Millsap is interested in Miami. We've we've talked about that. We talked about splitting the mid level with him and Are Wes those Matthews. indications
4: on IG because he's liking every Miami Heat post? It, it, in the past yeah,
1: week. and there's just there's a lot of whispers about Millsap being interested. So I, I, I'm interested to see if maybe this is another situation where he is a higher priority, wanting to come to Miami, than Miami has him as a priority to sign him. So we'll see how that plays out. Mm-hmm depot, that one's true. You
4: got closing statements,
1: Alex or Alf?
2: Yeah, I just wanted to say uh, it's going to be funny to see what happens with the Bucks because it, it, it reeks of desperation. And, Ethan, I've been inspired by you, man. I'm just – it's going to be funny to see what happens with whatever Antoine Jameson they land over there.
4: No, that's it. thank you very much. It's, it's exactly right. It's just like Swingman no Will Williams is Chris Middleton. It's whatever Antoine Jameson well, that they I, land.
3: I yeah. have a question for you guys, actually. Do you yeah. think that the Rockets – if Whatever they trade Russell Westbrook for, do you think they're still a championship contender? Nope. No. No. No, no shot, right? No. Okay. Just just for your James Harden thoughts. Just uh, look at I you mean, trying I, to sneak I don't some think stuff any in, in the
4: James Harden is a championship contender, but I'm in oh, the minority. I see right. what now, you're doing
2: though. The do I see the connection Adam's trying to get us to make though. He's like giving us hints while trying blowing
1: to blow it, it up. up. No, no, I, I appreciate I it. i it. It's
3: literally it it's literally the same thing as Paul George and Russell Westbrook last year. And right. It's, they said, Woj reported it, you know, Paul, or rather, Paul George, or, and no, sorry, Russell Westbrook is committed to the Thunder, they said that last year, he wants to play the rest of the season, and then they started, the news started coming out, he is welcoming of a trade, well, now it sounds like he wants to be traded out, well, now he likes the Rockets, now he likes the Heat, it's the same thing. Shots fired, Shams. Take In it. Your face shams. That's
4: all right. Al, final statement here before uh the recounts and we get you out of office.
0: I have two, I have two things. First, <laughs> Ethan, please watch some James Harden YouTube highlights. Uh, no. Um now, no. That, <laughs> now rather, that they're back up.
4: I'd rather watch Gerald Greed.
0: Go ahead. And um everybody's saying that please have Alf on another draft pod. Why do you hate me? Please do not get upset draft night about whatever the Heat do, because you guys look like idiots every year. Just do what I do and just as soon as they heat make a pick, Google them real quick uh, so that you can come on a podcast afterwards and talk intelligently about <laughs> it's it. It's better
3: not to Google them. No, don't go, enough, right better after. Better. No,
0: right after the pick. I like, don't do it like before, like everyone wasted their time on Seku for weeks last year and all this stuff. Wait till they pick somebody and then Google them and then come on a podcast and act like, you know, everything about Tyler Hero's whole career. I, oh, yeah. I, he's I, from I, Wisconsin. You didn't know that.
4: I thought Miami Heat Beat was supposed to cease existing after, uh, after that draft. Well, they kind of did. I took everybody I wanted. All right. Let's <laughs> check out prizepicks.com, Use the code 5 five F I V E. Also go to Uh We'll have our guy Brady Hawk on here uh, over the next week as well. We're thinking about doing a big extravaganza next Wednesday night. So uh, the election the election stream went so well that I, I think maybe we'll bring Chris Joseph and Slim on this one too. All right, everybody that's it. Adam could keep dropping ridiculous hints on Twitter. Follow Clutch NBA five R. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Fire Regional Sports Network.